are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. If you're a lover of all things LA sports, then you've done yourself a huge service by listening to our show. It's a little over uh, two years ago now that we all made a commitment to ourselves and to you, the listener, that every week we'd suffer through watching countless hours of sports so we could get together once a week and drink beer and or whiskey and talk sports. Us guys, right? We'd never give that up. No. Oh, ever. no, yeah. never. Yeah. Never the uh, beer and whiskey. Every week. I look forward to this day. It's it's on my calendar. Yeah. It's amazing. Right, Hammer? Yeah. So so much fun. Sure. <laughs> Love it. Every so day. much. So thank you for listening. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at GIS Sports. Nope. Dang it. <laughs> at Guys and Short. Follow us on Twitter at Guys and Short Sports. Dang it! What is it? <laughs> Guys in Shorts LA. LA. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. We got uh, Angels to discuss, Dodgers with another injury. Yep. This is a big one. I don't even uh, know why we're talking about it anymore. LeBron is doing LeBron things, and even though that is in LA, we're going to turn it Well, he's coming to the Lakers, LA. so it's yeah, LA. So it's LA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, we have Hammer here, so there's a Galaxy update. Hashtag Zlatan. Oh, God, it's not done. Beloved Zlatan. We call it tease, folks. You know, in, in spite of all that, it's kind of been a slow sports week. So we thought we would bring back one of our favorite segments, the goods. I feel like every segment's the favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a listener favorite. But this is sure. going to be the goods non sports edition. Even so. Our, our favorite things going on right now that are unsports related. We'll, we'll touch on them. Right. One, yes. one each. We'll limit it to one each. How about that? Sounds good. I got All it. right. <laughs> Shall we jump right in? I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Basin. What is going on, L.A.? Ben Garcia. Hoopty who? And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. Happy we birthday. have to make mention. Yes. 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 We Thank have the 40-year-old virgin in the room, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hey, Your I get host. married this year, so You're, fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, that's why I said it. Yeah. You know, nothing's confirmed yet. <laughs> so a, a shout out to our host, Thank our fearless you. host. Thank you, Jeff sir. Wilson turns Cheers. 40. Congratulations, yes. young man. Appreciate Big 4-0. How are you yeah. feeling, buddy? Finally oh, catching feeling, up to the hair. Feeling good. You know, surprisingly, the uh, hangover the next day wasn't, wasn't as terrible as I had expected. But okay. I can I can tell you uh, without a doubt that today's whiskey doesn't taste as good because I think I'm still coming down from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same as being hungover in your 20s. No, it's uh -huh. hangovers last for days. The recovery yes. time is definitely uh, much longer. Yes. On that note, drink up. Drink up <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Uh, before we get into everything, we have a voicemail that we've actually been sitting on for a couple weeks. We Ooh. completely forgot. That it was sitting there. And so, forget that we just said that. I was going to tell you at the end of the show to <laughs> leave a voicemail. We'll yeah. put it on the next we, episode. We, we promise. We promise to pay better attention to it. <laughs> like we said, we're professionals. <laughs> Be sure to leave us a voicemail, by the way, at 562-450-3356. But uh, let's listen to this voicemail, shall we? Yes. Hi. I was calling because I listen to your show sometimes. And there's a guy on there. I'm not sure what his name is. But you guys are so mean to him. He that knows has to be everything me. about the Kardashians. Yes. Oh! He gives a lot of details in his story, a lot of details. He paints a really vivid picture. <laughs> but I just wanted you guys to um, maybe cut him some slacks no. and yes. maybe have a Kardashian portion of the show. Standing so ovation. Oh, get all come that on. Out. Standing um, ovation. Sit it down. really keeps me interested, and I think you guys should just be nicer to him. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Who was that? Who that was a plan? I didn't pay. Yeah, you must have paid someone. I did not pay. You are lying. I swear. Wow. 
Ben. Wow. I swear. You, do you recognize the voice? I don't recognize. Yeah, I'm, the I'm voice. trying to go through that everybody. Is no, unbelievable. What? That somebody Who, actually listens a... to our show, or that they no. called in? <laughs> both on both accounts. The odds shoot up yeah. exponentially once you start multiplying they those listen, factors. And they defended you. Yes, there's That's a, a lot. Of... And there's strike three right yeah. there. There's oh. a lot of people out there that agree with me, and they're just afraid to say the same thing. And so, you and know, that's why Ben needs your vote. And that's, that's probably primaries. why that person didn't leave <laughs> their name or anything about them because they didn't want to be associated with liking me. Right. But this is a sports right. podcast and we're talking about Kardashians. Well, obviously she's a sports fan and the Kardashians <laughs> is what keeps her to sticking around. I don't know what to say, but oh. thank you very much for that voicemail. And you guys need to take uh, heed of her advice and well, to start being nice to me. Tell your wife I said hello. That was a nice message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my wife. That was not my wife. Yeah, That's funny. Whoever that is, I, I well thank you very much. Thanks I for calling. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling. calling. Thanks the for calling. Even though you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about the Kardashians. No, not hey, today. Hey. I actually, my goods is different than the Kardashians. Oh, today. wow! Yeah, Tease. I don't believe it. Wow. <laughs> but Shocking. I'll, but yeah. based the, on the that, Bachelor, but, is the Bachelor back on? No, it's not. But based on the voicemail, <laughs> I need to comic, bring them back. The bachelor in Paradise. He's going to talk about the. <laughs> That's Avengers. this summer. Oh, there's no way. Oh yes. So again, that number. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail that doesn't compliment Ben, five six two four five zero three three five six. All right. Where should we start? How about that? Uh, another week, another uh, injury for the Dodgers. What, else is new? what you know, happened, Ben? You know, Jeff, <laughs> I, I think that you may have hit the nail on the head when you call when you cry wolf. <laughs> yeah, when you cry yeah. wolf, like we did last year, and put people on the. You DL, think that's it? That, that could that, be it. That has to honestly. If you look at our starting lineup, our projected starting lineup for the beginning of the season, and then you look at who's taking the field right now. I mean, most of our starting lineup is injured. At least the major pieces of our starting lineup are injured. So maybe this is due to it being a, a long run in the playoffs, and we've been in the playoffs many years, and we've played all these additional games, and you know, it's got extra mileage on the guys' arms and legs and, and, and you know, on the field and everything. And I don't know what it is, but right now everybody seems to be hurt. But if you look in the horizon of about two to three weeks, we're going to get a lot of these guys back. Puig should be back. Forsyth should be back. Turner's looking to be back hopefully in the next two to three weeks. So it's going to bolster the lineup. Um, hopefully that will, will, will do what we did last year in the sense that when Kershaw went down and we don't know how long he's going to be out, but we can go on a, 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 you know, 10, you know, out of 12 games or 15 out of 17 game win streak and maybe make some, some, some uh, space up in the division and we'll see where it goes from there. But right now it's, it's very dire. The team that we're putting out there is not the team we had expected. Yeah. What is the word on Kershaw? So right now I think it's like a, it's a 10 day DL. Okay. So that gives the Dodgers the flexibility to bring him back if need be. But right now they're being cautiously optimistic. That was the words that they used. I don't, what every sports fan wants to hear. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Don't, I don't necessarily know if they know, but they're just going to let him rest, and then they're going to start rehabbing him, I believe, starting on Monday, you know, just probably throwing. I don't know if it'll be off a mound, you know, the favorite <laughs> baseball analogy, like, oh, he's throwing. He's you know, catching. that means he's coming We're back. playing catch. <laughs> yeah. But, but we hear right, that story every year. Yeah, but right now, I mean, it's it's a bicep issue. Uh, it, so it, I, and that's not good if you throw the ball, right? It's well, it's an arm <laughs> issue. I haven't ever heard of a, a bicep issue really being uh, an injury to a pitcher. I've heard mm -hmm. elbow, shoulder, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we don't know. And and to be honest with you, at this point in the season, unless things really take a turn for the worse and we start losing, you know, eight out of ten games or, or twelve out of fifteen, sort of, we did at the end of last season. Maybe you you know you don't you don't rush him back. 
I think you know yeah. he's going to have a back injury later this season anyway because that's what he's done. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> so so no, I I say right now you you let him you stay out, you let him stay out for like you know 20, 30 games you know, and if if you need to extend him on the DL and bring somebody up uh, just to try somebody out then then do that you know Julio Reyes will will be back in July. So, you know, I mean, ho- hopefully yeah. this doesn't go till We're July. We're banking yeah. on the guy who's injured right now. Yeah, this <laughs> right. is not good. But he's already rehabbing, and so he's he's doing what he needs to be doing to get himself ready to, to get him back in game shape. So, you know. How about uh, Walker, Texas Bueller? Well, so. <laughs> he's still. Uh, well, last Friday. He's the he new Julio Urias. Yeah. yeah. In fact, <laughs> you sent the, the best picture. So yeah. it's a, a guy is walking with his girlfriend and holding a hand, and then this really hot chick is walking past it's him. A, for those of you who are on the internet, <laughs> yeah. you've seen this meme yes. a million Many times. times. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but we'll still describe it because that's good pod. And so the guy turns around and he's totally checking the girl out. And then you see the girlfriend looking at the boyfriend like, you better you better turn around and look at me. <laughs> and under it, it's under the, the girlfriend, it said that this is Julio Reyes, you know, being the jealous one. And, and Walker Bueller is the, the one that girl. walks by. And then yeah. Dodgers fans play the, the role of the guy. Right. But, yeah. I mean, to, to Walker Bueller, you had asked, he was part of uh, pitching a no-hitter for the Dodgers in Mexico on Friday. Yeah. He, now he didn't pitch the whole no hitter. It yeah. was part Combined, of the still, yeah. it was part of the bullpen, part which of well, surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. But they were able to achieve that. Well, so he's pitching pretty well right now. That's then awesome. I'd like to take this opportunity. We we didn't mention that uh, our our good friend Victor Castello is not with us tonight. Yeah. Oh, but, Vic, yes. But uh, but I wanted to do a Victor Castello stat of the week. Oh, oh wait, wait, Ben. Useless stat of the week by Victor Castello by. Well, it's by Victor oh, Castello, yeah. presented by the Portuguese Hammer. There we right. go. Presented by Menin. <laughs> by Menin. We, we have an official sponsor. For this. That was still yeah. around? That was an awkward <laughs> intro. Yes. Send us your deodorant. But my, my stat of the week is one. That is the only, the one and only combined no-hitter thrown mm. in Dodgers history. That's right. To think of how long the Dodgers history is, and they've had some historic and memorable no-hitters. Oh, yeah. For this to be the first huh. ever team no-hitter, uh, combined no-hitter, it's amazing that they wow. made it to 2018 well, without that ever happening. Granted, it doesn't happen often. Well, so let it's, me... It's, it's extremely rare. It's rare for a no-hitter, and then rare for it to be a combined why no-hitter. Did, why did they pull the pitcher... Who was pitching the? Who started? Who started that game? Uh, Walker Bueller, Walker. Yeah, oh, okay. Bueller started. It. I, I don't know why was they he on pulled a pitch him. Count probably. Or? Yeah, I think they're monitoring him. I don't think they they want to. They don't want to do it. Yeah. Happened to Julio Reyes, so they're probably trying to watch the number of pitches. <laughs> gotcha. But to put a little perspective on that, I mean, in reality, bullpens didn't become prevalent in baseball yeah, until true. the '70s. So even though the Dodgers have a history of you know probably close to a hundred years. That opportunity to pitch a combined no hitter really is going to be shortened to like a forty year window, mm-hmm. and not to say that it's it's it, still surprising that it hasn't happened, but th- that would explain why it can go back a hundred mm-hmm. years because pitchers that started they played the whole game. And I love that you're teeing me up for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> I want to wait. I want to say real quick, Ben. That was really insightful and thoughtful, and and I'm just glad you're on the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying I to would, be nicer to Ben oh, because apparently that's what the fans want. Yeah. Uh, going back to my question. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers seem to be having trouble winning games, even though Puig is in the lineup, Kershaw is, is in the lineup, and Seager, who's out now. Yeah. What's going to change between now and then? Is it Turner? Well, I, I there was an article on Deadspin that Ben actually mm-hmm. directed me to that says the Dodgers are preternaturally effed. 
And, that's uh, what I would say. Yeah. That's the title. And I had to, I I had to look up what that thing. word means. And it does mean beyond what is normal or natural. And I think this season, and it's I'm the guy who loves to make fun of baseball for being way too long of a season. And we're still super early into the year. But I think we are honestly talking about it. It's packing it up and just going through the motions this season. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I thought there was going to be a little bit of a slump. Maybe yeah. they weren't going to win the division. The The Diamondbacks were still going to be strong. Yeah. The Giants are always going to give us a headache. And, and I thought the Dodgers were going to struggle a little bit. I didn't realize they were going to struggle this bad. And then to to lose Corey Seager for the year is a devastating blow. Justin Turner, you know, is gone for this, this huge stretch. I think that, um, you know, they've talked about trades for Manny Machado, and I know you guys talked about it mm-hmm. last week, that it's not really worth the rental. Nope. So they're, they're probably going to stand pat. And and for that, this season, it's almost like we're going to chalk it up as a loss. And really? In, in a year. We're, a, we're what, a month in? A I know, but in, a month in, in, a year, in a year, we're still going to have all the same key pieces, a lot right. of the, the key players. And so there's no need to try to force it this year. Keep your guys healthy. Don't do anything stupid. Try to keep Kershaw healthy. Don't rush him back yeah. if he needs to be out for 30, 40 games. But Kershaw's games. another year older next season. Yeah. All these yeah. guys are another year older Kershaw's next season. Kershaw's only going to give you five your, innings your window, anyway. Listen, like, if, if LeBron James is any uh, indication, it pays to rest. And then come back and flip the switch. I feel like when you're using so we'll LeBron James as your example, well, that's never but good. It, He's it's, the anomaly. It's, it's, it's a really poor start, plus the injuries. I think the Dodgers have dug themselves out of holes in past seasons. Yeah. But this may be the year where the fairy yeah. dust runs well, out. Well, so I'm going to play Rainbows and Butterflies oh, just I, for a second. See what I did here, guys? You're welcome. I love yeah. it. You set this up. Good job. <laughs> right now, the Dodgers are eight games back in the division and they were losing four to three. And I think the seventh inning to the diamondbacks the last time I looked, so they could potentially be down nine games tonight, but you're still played less than a quarter of the season. And you know, the horses that got you there in the lineup, they're all going to be coming back minus Corey Seager in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So even though the bullpen has struggled, they're going to score more runs. And so if the Dodgers can start averaging five and six runs and if the starters can continually hold them down to, you know, to two, three runs in five to six innings, then the bullpen can give up two or three runs and we can still win games. But they can't give five runs. Well, the, but when the when, when I'm saying but the reinforcements when they come were back, here. when yeah. when but, they come back, when last, Turner's in the lineup, when they're full strength, yeah. When, last season they were they were putting up eight, nine, ten runs oh. on teams. Absolutely. Um, but the where we need to be careful is to say. Okay, well, once they start putting up 10 runs, once they start doing that, and then they never do it. I right. mean, maybe this is just who they are this year. All I'm saying so that's is that what I'm it's, saying. Don't be surprised if they, if this is where they plateau. I'm not. They don't go beyond this. I, I you know, I, I don't put fairy dust on anybody. I, 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 I think that's a, a very distinct possibility that this team is, it's a lost season. But I also think that it's early. And I yeah. think that the, that the hitting, when they come back, will make this a better team. And then if and when Kershaw comes back, let's say they're able to dig five games out of that hole and now they're you know, four back in the division right around the, the All-Star break, you know, then, then I think that with the veteran team that they've got, they'll be able to put things together. Yeah. I would say you give it until Kershaw comes back. I see you give it until Turner comes back. Two weeks after, if you're still yeah. eight games in the hole yeah. at that point in time, you call it a lost season. But, but right now, I agree with everything that was what in that What does that article. mean, calling it a lost season? Just what, not what does pushing. that change in your well? You know what it changes your for daily... me. If if you have somebody that's in your in your farm system that you want to give some at bats to or some innings to, mm. and you don't really care whether or not you make the playoffs or not, you bring them up early, and and you play them, them through the motions. Yeah, yeah. why not? 
And to it bring just, it, give to, bring the reps. It, to bring it back to the Lakers, you look at the Lakers this season, look how they treated Lonzo Ball. Uh, if they were making a playoff push, right. maybe they would have put some more expectations and yeah. really tried to get him on the court. But they, they knew they were in a playoff team, and so they, they took their time, and he missed probably more games than – uh, he would have if he was on another team that they wanted him to get more minutes, but they right. they knew that they weren't there, so they just took it easy with him. And so that might happen with some of the key players on this Dodgers team is if they do, you know, officially or unofficially, you know, because they're never going to say that they're packing it up, but maybe no. they just they're a lot more cautious with some of these injuries. Right, agreed. All right, fair enough. Moving on. How about them angels? How about How them about angels? Albert Pujols. The machine going for 3,000 hits, guys. It's an accomplishment. That is it an is accomplishment. It is quite Come an on, accomplishment. No, I, like being only one percent percent of those were I'll give on you a half-standing right? ovation. Thank you. Ben. Here we go. He's only one of 32 players in the NLB. In the half theater of the mind. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so only one of 32 players in MLB, and you're only going to give him a half? Stance because he's on the angel. Come on. No, it's not because he's an angel. It's it's because of the albatross salary that he's making. And it's it's the <laughs> fact that he has sunk your team for the last seven years. Play the hits, Ben. Play that the I hits. don't that I don't I don't think But you're looking at the contract. You're not looking bird. about his accomplishment. But the fact of the matter is is that he shouldn't be playing major league baseball for the last four seasons. So he shouldn't be anywhere close to it. The only reason that he is is because you guys need to sell seats and you can't get under you can't get out from under that contract, and that's why he continues to play. <laughs> well, but it's a, but it's an achievement. It's he's, an achievement. Yes. Uh, he it doesn't have the worst batting average on the team. Well, no, that would be Cole Calhoun. Calhoun. Yeah. <laughs> wow, and he's an, isn't he one of your your studs or supposed to be? He, well, he was uh, uh, last he usually season. Yeah. Is, but he's he's actually taken some time off. I think See, he's missed listen. three starts. Yeah, he's missed a few. Yeah, he's uh, he needs to get right. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag Pujols watch. He's batting two fifty five, six home runs, and twenty RBIs. He's not totally worth. <laughs> he's hitting the shit out of the ball. Isn't Come on. He? Well, you know, <laughs> if you, not totally if you look at his average throughout the season, you give him a few more at bats. You know what? By the end of the season, he's going to be up there with uh, all time legend uh, Angel Rod Carew as far as for taking the most hits of of beyond three thousand. So, wow. and he still has another what three more years to go. Is it three more <laughs> so, years. So, you oh, know God. what? He still has a lot of hits in him. Come on. I love that you said that like it's a positive. You think by the, end of, <laughs> by the end of his career, he's going to have 3,100 hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. So any are there currently any Dodger players yes. who you feel will have 3,000 hits by the oh. time that Dodger retires? Now, that player doesn't need to retire as a Dodger, but that player needs to be on the Dodgers right now. Well, I think before he got injured, Corey Seager. I think Corey Seager might have. That's yeah. the only one that I can think of. But here's here's the downside to being the shortstop mm-hmm. is it's kind of like the A-Rod yeah. thing, right? Is that, and especially A-Rod's a good example because A-Rod Stay was a bigger time. player. And so as a bigger player, you're able to play shortstop for, for several years. But, you know, 10, 12, 15 years into your career, your body can't take that 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 beating. So if if that's the case, they would eventually have to move him to first base mm-hmm. or somewhere else to be able to do that. Now, as a shortstop, I don't see it happening. But he is the type of player that I think could think hit could. 300 for 15 years. Yeah. See, now I ask the same question to Jeff. Is there currently any Angels player that you feel oh, will have Mike for Trout. And that's Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Wilson, did you hear about uh, Shohei Otani getting booed in Seattle? What? Yeah. He no? got booed yeah, when he, he was at the plate. Come on. 
because he chose yeah. the Angels. Yep. Did you say L.A.? Really? Ah, he said L.A. <laughs> ah, thank you, Ben. Thank it's you. the L.A. Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, thank you. Not, we appreciate that. Thanks for such. acknowledging that. Ah, Seattle. They're the worst. Yeah. Probably because he doesn't drink coffee or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, to just to rub it in their uh, eyes that, is that Pujols got his 3,000th hit in Seattle. There so you go. Yeah. Take done. that. Well done, Pujols. Well done all around. Wait, uh, I was going to ask. So you, right now, I looked at the standings. You guys are in first place in the American League We West. are in first place. Yeah, I'm wow. surprised as an Angels fan you wouldn't bring that up and talk about how high-powered an offense they've got. I don't want to. I don't want to brag, you know, for any you Dodger fans who are, what, sitting in fourth place. I don't want to take time to mention the standings on this sports podcast. <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll be, it'll have changed. We have non-sports-related topics we're going to talk about later. We need to get to them. If we hadn't spent half an hour on Dodger talk, maybe I would have had time oh, to yeah. talk about the Angels. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's true. 21 and 14. We're first half game ahead of uh, Houston. We so. swept the Baltimore Orioles. We Got 25 runs produced, so as you can see, our offense is definitely clicking. I'm sorry, high-powered offense. High-powered yeah. offense. They're back. And took a 2-3. As long as you're not playing New York or uh, Boston. Or Boston, I, I know. We did, oh. we did what we should have done against Baltimore. Yeah. Well, we good. should have done that. I'm taking two out of three from uh, Seattle, so yep. looking yep. good. Well, we couldn't good. do that against San Diego, so kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> We pitch a no-hitter, and then we lay two eggs. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? The Lakers are long since forgotten in this uh, 2017-18 NBA season, but we should mention what LeBron is doing, and that is taking a team <laughs> It's amazing. That He's a unicorn. It's amazing. Not has no business being in the postseason and literally dragging them on his back it literally, to the finals. It literally, to me, feels like Kobe Bryant. Now, now Kobe at the time that he did this was much younger than LeBron is right now, but it was the year after Shaq left and the Lakers barely squeaked into the playoffs and they were playing the Phoenix Suns in the first round. And we ended up, I think, and I can't remember at the time if it was a five-game or a seven-game series, but I think it was a seven-game series and, yeah. and the Lakers were up 3-1. And eventually, the Suns ended up coming back and winning the entire thing. But, I mean, Kobe was averaging like 45 points a game and, you know, 15 assists and pulling down 10 boards. Now, I don't know what the stats were, but it felt like that when you were watching the game. And, I mean, single-handedly, he was willing the Lakers to try to win that series. And here LeBron is at, you know, 32, 33 years old with way more mileage on his body than Kobe ever did at that point. Yeah. Willing this team to take the you know the top not top seeded but the higher seeded Raptors and sweep them in four games. Sweep it's just them. absolutely yeah. not even just amazing. beat them. He yeah. sweep them. Yeah, and, and I think that's a, a testament, and that's what I was mentioning earlier to LeBron is that he's figured out how to rest during the regular season. And then I heard something today that if you like crunch his his stats, he's one of the he's like the tenth slowest player on the NBA, and that's because he paces himself on the court. He mm-hmm. picks his moments to attack. And and he's doing that now. He he's flipped the switch, and you always say, oh, "Well, a team, we can't rely on them to flip the switch if that's actually going to work." But LeBron actually knows how to flip yeah. the switch. And and when we do all this Lakers talk, and uh, and earlier in the season, people saying we don't want LeBron, we don't. Th-, I think this is it, for those people who want LeBron. This is. You this know, is the LeBron they want. A, B, C, and D. Oh, yeah. That this is who you want on your team. But to then there's it out. those who don't want LeBron, Correct. like Ben. I still don't. And that you still don't. No. Why? I, because of his age. So, like, okay, think about Kobe Bryant before he his Achilles popped. 
he was still willing this team to win. And, yeah. and it felt like, and you know, and obviously I was more emotionally invested in Kobe and the Lakers. So it really hurt to see him go down, but Kobe was able to do this day after day, game after game, year after year. And then one day that injury happens. How old was he when that injury happened? I don't remember. It was probably, he was probably 35 or 36 yeah, years mid, old. mid, late 30s. Which, I mean, and LeBron's only a year or two away from that, right? And but, so, so I, how many more good seasons does LeBron have? Honestly, I had a bet with a friend at work that he was going to have a career-ending injury <laughs> this year. Okay. That ain't happening. Well, well I mean, you and still I have had, a, some games ago, but. Well, just the fact that you'd make that bet is outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how about. <laughs> it was just about, push-ups. There wasn't anything this? about it. Yeah. How about this? For argument's sake, yeah. barring career-ending injury, yeah. barring a Achilles pop or, yeah. or something like that, how many good seasons does LeBron have? Max two. Okay, two. Okay, so let me ask you this. Take LeBron off Cleveland. Okay. Who's the better team, Cleveland or the Lakers? The Lakers. So, But well, they're playing in the East. If, so if LeBron comes to the Lakers. Yeah. He makes them better. He absolutely he, makes he them He takes better. them to the finals. No, no, if no. no he, but, oh, if, wait if a he's minute. on no, this no, same. No, no. It's a why, tougher, why not? It's a tougher it's, path. Yeah. I mean, you think about Rockets, who's in the West. You have the Warriors. Uh, and if I'm, I'm going to argue the against myself right now, I don't I, think that they would beat the jazz with LeBron. I, I want, I'm a guy who likes LeBron and I'd be happy if he came to the Lakers. But the, the argument against that would be if he comes here, he is going to take over for yes. the next two years. So you are not going to develop Brandon Ingram and Lonzo ball and Kyle Kuzma. Those guys aren't going to get the touches because if you look at Jordan Clark, I was just going to say the same thing. Those guys, I mean, they might as well, they're getting less playing time than they were with the Lakers and and they're more irrelevant than they were with the Lakers. So you don't think LeBron would take these guys to the finals? No, he'd take them further than he'd take them into the playoffs and he'd make a series interesting, but he'd do it on his own. Maybe not beat. Golden yeah. State. You say that he does it on his own, but doesn't LeBron coming to Lakers also bring other talent? Well, that's what would happen if he came. Then it would there'd be a domino effect of of who who he could attract with yeah. him, and then then it gets into salaries and a bunch of other things. Because and that's, that's where it gets interesting. And then you because have to the get reason, rid of the young then, guys, but that then you're yeah, and then is this the Lakers team or is well, this yeah, but the new Cavs? But we've talked about this. I think it was a month or two ago on the show that. We would rather have one championship this season right. than yeah. a dynasty, yeah. or or the potential for a dynasty. Yeah, I, I wanted the dynasty for the you you no you, you said <laughs> you want the one championship. Well, I changed my you mind. Said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the soft bend. Oh <laughs> man! At any rate. Good we'll times. have to continue this conversation. Well, we're definitely going to continue because, it. Uh, <laughs> It'll be yeah. funny because he's going to go and play Boston in the next round, and they're going to get swept. And then we'll talk about how he just couldn't bring it. You think Boston's going to sweep? Well, I don't think. The, I don't think hurt. I think he takes he makes easy work of Boston easier than the Raptors. You think so? I think so. Yeah, the Bo- Boston's going to be banged up. They are they're, banged up, yeah. but, but Brad Stevens, I think, is a, a much better, better coach well, than, than Teron Liu. Uh, yeah. I, I think you meant to say better coach than LeBron James, because Teron, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Teron Liu is not true. coaching that team. That's true. <laughs> so I, I think that Brad Stevens, I, and it's, it's not going to be a sweep, but I think that Boston yeah. will win that series. Is there an argument for Brad Stevens being the best coach in the NBA right now? No question. Yeah, it's when you, when you When you yeah. lose Gordon, is it Grogic or Grog, how do you say it? Gordon Hayward? Name? Oh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close. Completely different. <laughs> Mike Smith? <laughs> so close. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> yeah, when you lose Gordon Hayward game one, 
Mm-hmm. And then you lose Kyrie Irving before the playoffs. about a month before the playoffs, <laughs> and here you are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, granted, it is the Eastern Finals, so I mean that's that's you but know, Philly. Sure. Everyone that's was like the first round Philly. of the West. But the fact is, is that they they went in and they they took care of business. And to me, you have to look at coaching. That's yeah. all coaching. One hundred percent. That's all coaching. Yeah, coaching and systems and schemes. All right, all right. And that's where it all came. We don't need to give need to give too much credit <laughs> to Stevens Boston for the LA Lakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, we still got uh, some Galaxy to update. And Ooh. also, Hammer has an uh, an announcement sure. to make. Okay. I don't like it. Yeah. You're coming out of the closet? Well, oh. you know, stay tuned. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's fine if he is. We will it's embrace and accept ben. Wake you. up. Yeah. Stay woke. Uh, That's good fine. Uh, and also, uh, we got the goods to talk about. But we before we do... Let's talk about our good friends over there at O'Malley's on Main. Oh, yummy. Yeah. Excellent location. Good stuff. Seal Beach. You know, so Second Street. Yeah. Belmont Shore. Great spot to hang out. But you know what? You go on like a Friday, Saturday night and you get the, the college crowd. It's 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 packed. You've never sounded older. The traffic is there. I, I'm 40 now. I'm 40 now. You know? Wow. <laughs> Parking, parking is hell. You can't find oh, parking yeah. anywhere. Yeah, that's, well, that's why you take Uber. But you yes, go to Seal absolutely. Beach. Well, that's true. That's a good point. But you go to Seal Beach, there's no traffic at all. It's easy to get in. And uh, you got O'Malley's on And it's O'Malley's, yeah. yeah. You can't beat that. So, Great place to go. Anyway, I know uh, we've said it before, but we'll keep saying it. Go check out O'Malley's. You're looking for a place to eat, grab a beer. Well, they've got it all. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, trivia. All of it. Trivia night. Fine mahogany tables. Oh, yeah. Trivia night. Yeah, Ben, you get a trivia night yet? Uh, yeah, it was great. Tuesday nights? Yeah, I don't know why you guys aren't going. I go every Tuesday. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> well, that's a problem because it's on Thursdays. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I just want to disagree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that might be wrong. Check out their website. They also have live music and, uh, and all that good stuff. All right, let's talk about the goods. Non-sports edition uh. since... This was up until we started recording a half an hour of uh, sports that we thought was a non-busy sports week. That was our old slogan, the world's longest half-hour podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Until we stopped. We just threw the (laughs) half hour right out the window and just owned that hour. Right, Ben? That's what we do. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the goods. This is things we're excited about that, uh, you know, are just just non-sports related. Hammer. You got a good one. I think we should start with you. All right. So I don't know what this says about me or what that's what this says. Whenever we get to the goods, I seem to always have a Netflix doc to recommend. You'd be loving Netflix. I do love some Netflix. I found a Netflix doc. A Netflix docu-series called Wild Wild Country. And it is absolutely spectacular. It's about a religious cult that moves into a remote town in Oregon and you went to that, Darren, didn't you? <laughs> Wait, what? I saw you there. <laughs> that's, where Corey that Seager was right. that's where Corey Seager was rehabbing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of all those injuries, I should save up on some urine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so they go into this remote town. They basically build a commune. And they're following uh, this Indian guru named Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. It's my neighbor. And, and he's kind Isn't of- is he linebacker for USC? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my neighbor. <laughs> he's got drafted by the Packers in the second round. Right. Um, but uh, so, you know, it talks about his followers and the first, you know, couple episodes, it talks about, you know, they're all about loving each other. And then, uh, you know, we're just about, 
you know, promoting the love of one another and building a har- harmonious community. And, and then the, the docuseries goes on and they start talking about, uh, poisonings and then, uh, you know, fights for political positions and, and, Ooh, and escaping really? the law and ref, you know, immigration scandals. And it just takes some wild, wild turns. Is this one of those where, yeah. where like it went in a direction that even the documentary filmmakers probably no, had no well, idea. And this is something it took place in the early eighties and, and oh, okay. it, it looks like it was something that was a national news at the time. Okay. So they probably just dug back into it. So, so Vic would the, remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vic's old. Uh, we love you, Vic. But, uh, so they take fo- old footage from the eighties and then interviewing some of the main players now and yeah. then kind of splicing it back and forth. And, and the first three episodes, you are 100% on the side of the cult. Cause it's like, Hey man, they're just here. They just want to live their lives. And of course the locals, you know, hillbillies from Oregon and like, get these people, these yeah. weirdos out of our, yeah. our, our city. And the so night like, time yeah. <laughs> is the right time. The night time is the right time. <laughs> so, so you're rooting against them. And, and, and the breakout star of the show is, uh, the personal assistant to the guru. Her name is Ma Anand Sheila. And she just steals the show, uh, because she is coached by the guru to that any press is good press. And every time she gets a microphone in front of her, mm-hmm. she is just a, a, a really? sideshow. And she, she is talking smack, making fun of the locals saying, you know, uh, you know, provocatory things to get people to talk about it. And she just eats it up and plays it perfectly. And then of course, uh, this is one of those where if you watch one episode, you're going to watch three. So, so strap in if you decide to watch it, it's only six yes. episodes. They're about an hour long each. I highly recommend that. I hear good things. If, if I can't you love wait documentaries, you love Netflix, and yeah. you love just yeah. fascinating stories, this is a fascinating story. I'm in. Hmm. I am in. Ben, yes. what do you got? I'm sure it's, uh, what, Bachelor in Paradise? No. It's something actually, on the Lifetime uh, Network. The furthest thing the from E-channel? your mind. It's the furthest thing from your mind. So I was introduced to a podcast called Choose FI. Okay. And so, is that a recap show of the Kardashians. No, so <laughs> so FI stands for. Uh, Just going to ask, what is FI? <laughs> financial independence. What? Got it. Yeah. So a friend of mine and I were, I were talking. Going to learn something. This, this whole thing started with I waiting was, for the punchline. No, there's no punchline. I was trying to save money. I'm trying to figure out a way, the best way to save money for my girls' college. Don't spend it. I started reading like the sound up. Sound of that. Yeah, I started reading up on these things, and I started uh, listening to this podcast. And the one podcast that I just recently listened to was episode 20, and they're talking about uh, the decision to buy a car. And so they talk about buying a car and- Anybody else need some more scotch for this conversation? Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Perfect. Now I get why we're so terrible with money. <laughs> it took you so long. I don't want to listen to this. And, and I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'll, I'll give you an example. And that is that if you just put away $100 a, a month for, t- for, I think, for 30 years, you'll have $60,000 waiting for you at the end of it. So- Really, what, getting what kind yeah. of return? Uh, assuming an eight percent return okay. in, in the market. Well, and, have they invented the time machine yet? Because I really can't go back thirty years. <laughs> well, yeah, right, yeah. but but it's it's kind of neat because I started thinking, well, what can I do now to ensure that fifty five is going to be the year that that I retire? And so this podcast is something that I started listening to, and I, I believe. So what's a the lot, name of it again? It's called Choose Fi. Choose Fi, and All it's right. it's wonderful. There's a couple of episodes, uh, and 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 if you guys are interested, I I can look up the actual episode uh, names and numbers, and I can maybe next episode I can give it to you. But it's it's if if, if you're looking for something to listen to and you want to retire early check it out oh, okay i actually enjoy want to retire that. next well year that's yeah. interesting 
I'm curious if the girl who called in giving us crap for making fun of Ben would still oh, have those feelings. That was, that was Ben's financial <laughs> yeah. advisor. <laughs> Shh, just kidding, Ben. That was great. That was great. Thank so you. if you listen to one podcast, you listen to this one. Well, if you listen rate. to two podcasts, you listen to The Corner of the Galaxy. But if you listen to three, listen to Choose F5. Choose not F5. not the uh, King's Room? Well, they're, they're out of season right now. Pesa, <laughs> ah. <laughs> you got a, something you're excited about? Yes, yes, I do. Um, all right. Since the age of five, my son, Aiden, has been playing baseball. And right now he's age 11. So it's been week after week after week going to various tournaments, Saturday baseball games, Tuesday evening. That is a huge commitment. Baseball games. And exactly that. It is a lot of commitment, both on mom, both on dad. We wake up every Saturday morning. We have to go to another tournament. Well, four weeks ago, my son broke his arm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thoughts and prayers. It wasn't his pitching arm. It was his left (laughs) arm. And his arm was bending in ways in which it it should not bend. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, he would hold it up, and that left arm was just like dangling. Silly putty. Yeah. Like Gumby. Yeah. Ugh. So right now, we're bad. in the middle of travel ball season during the summer, and one week goes by after him breaking his arm, and me and my wife, Jen, we wake up on Saturday morning, and we <laughs> say to each other, fuck, we have nothing to do today. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do without <laughs> baseball? <laughs> That, that you're was, gonna uh, go to O'Malley's on Maine, and yeah, you're gonna go grab some drinks. Here we go. <laughs> so, so, speaking uh, particularly to those baseball parents who always say that they're sick of baseball every weekend, you know what? It took me and my wife one week to not be sick of baseball. Really? Yeah. You know what I heard there? Just break your kid's arm, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's what I heard. <laughs> At least for one week. Yeah. <laughs> Although the way he does get uh, asked, because uh, a lot of parents do ask him how he broke his arm, his response nowadays is, well, you should see the other guy. Ooh. That's ah, a good one. Great yeah. response. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. I, and the other guy is Ben. Both fighting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'll whip some ass. Yeah. Ah. All right. All right. Let's keep it clean. Yeah, but still. I got a quick one. It's pretty much, I'm a big movie fan, and uh, last Last year, I think we did this, and I uh, named off some movies, one of which was Baywatch. That which I was great, by the way. You liked it? Loved it. Uh, oh, oh, man, my it was gosh. terrible. No, dude, you know what? Because you were I'm watch- shocked. You know why? Because you expected something. If yes, you go in not expecting that's anything true. and you just enjoy the ride, it's a lot of fun. I love it. It's, it's so it, rare that Ben why, likes something that I don't. Why you expect to not... be entertained? Our next president did really it had well the rock in, in it. It should have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. This summer, I'm sticking with tried and true formulas. What's Gal Gadot Franchise in this year? movies. That's what I'm excited about. Avengers Infinity War oh, here was incredible. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go see it. I'm not feeling so good. I don't know, Jeff. I wasn't There's a invited. new Mission Impossible that looks awesome. Tom Cruise doing stunts and Tom Cruise stuff hanging off a you know what helicopter I want to say I'm I'm sick of it and I don't want to see it but then you see the trailer and you go I, I want to see that it looks amazing <laughs> it still works it still works it, it, every time <laughs> dude Schwarzenegger was 60 those, still yeah. hanging off of a train <laughs> with one arm and you're like oh, yeah. I want to watch that <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go see him over and over again and uh Solo the new Star Wars okay. oh yes Han Solo uh pre Pre- prequel or whatever solo we film. call them these days. I think days. they call it a solo film. Oh, all those. They look great. I love them. I love summer movies. It's a great time for movies. Yeah. Oh, it's We're, great. They're in season. That's good. The good. Yeah. That's- ben, ben hates everything about everything I just said. Except that Baywatch. Oh, yeah, that's true because I disagree with you on Baywatch. Yeah. So, yes, everything. <laughs> yeah. 
2017 Agree classic. to disagree, my friend. All right. Before we uh, get to the Galaxy update, Hammer, you got, a, you got a little announcement to yeah, make. You guys have been teasing it like it's a big deal. It's not that big of a deal, guys. I know why you're... I, don't, I mean, we, we, I, I make a big deal out of everything, <laughs> clearly. So, so, as some of you may know, and I've mentioned on this podcast, is that uh, I've been going on Josh Gessman's Corner. Oh, Josh Gessman. Yes. I love that guy. Yeah, Corner of the Galaxy podcast. Uh, I've been on it a few times now, and I'm going to be appearing on there a little more frequently. So, sorry, what? <laughs> Wait, so has, I thought this was good news for us. <laughs> it is good news. You're going to not have to deal with my Galaxy updates as often. What? I'm going to be doing uh, some oh, live shows. It. Oh, <laughs> I knew that. I love that. So I'm going to be appearing a little more frequently on the live shows that are streamed on on YouTube, and I'll probably be stepping back a little bit uh, from guys in shorts. I'll still be here. I'm sorry, what? Still be here, but uh, just probably not as as often as I've been in the past. I don't so. like it. Is that like an analogy that he that he brought up with me? He's like, if ESPN offered you a job, would you take it or would you stay here? And I was like, I'd go to ESPN. Well, he was he was fluffing his own self because he knew he was going to be leaving us. <laughs> well, listen, uh, so, it was so when we made that pact two years ago and we said that every week- It meant nothing. Yeah. And when wow. we cut well, our wrist and shared it blood- a, It was a really, to the core really difficult decision to talk an hour of Galaxy to uh, people who actually want to talk about it and hear it. <laughs> Or a 30 seconds to be rushed off the microphone. I, like you I, I, ever talked I, about the galaxy for 30 seconds. It was, I, I, weighed, I weighed the options back Times and forth. 15, and, yeah. You know, just by a hair, uh, Corner of the Galaxy won out there. Oh. So you'll, you'll be able to hear me if you're listening to this the week of May 10th. I'll be on Corner of the Galaxy at 7 p.m part of the live show this week and in upcoming weeks all jokes aside eric i i think that um you're gonna do big and great things over there no, i think thank you. i, think I appreciate that you are my friend I, I hate to see you take some time away from our show but i think you're gonna do well and yes uh, we wish you the best thank you i appreciate it. without being jokes said aside, don't forget your roots yeah. oh, don't forget us when yeah. you uh, become uh, rich and famous you better not <laughs> well josh, the first <laughs> josh will tell you that you know the podcasting world is a cash cow so i'm definitely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm banking on all the cash. Yeah. The, the, the Galaxy podcast is going to bring me. Awesome. No, we're happy for you. not holding my you. breath for any cash. It's not for the cash. Jokes aside, Corner of the Galaxy is a sinking ship, and I'm glad you're going down on <laughs> wow. it. Wow. You hear that, Josh wow. Guessman? Oh, wow. This is war. This is war. Calling him out. You stole our, our hammer. Well, you know how we get back at him is we do a better show without him. We toilet paper his and then studio. When he, and then when he wants to come back, <laughs> we're like, we you know, we're good. Yeah, we do. We don't, we don't need you. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, Funniest thing you've said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're sending Darren over to pee on you right now. Uh, 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 I've seen it first. Happily do pretty. it. Pour me some more. <laughs> no, good stuff, Hammer. Congratulations. That's, so, that's a exciting it exciting is exciting times. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I always yeah. have a good time good over for there you. with Josh. And and when Josh comes in studio, uh, he's one of our our better guests when yeah. we've had him in. So I'm excited to keep that keep eh, that relationship and that chemistry better? going. Really? <laughs> Just kidding, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he's stealing our boy. Yeah. I can joke. Yeah, you have every right fair to. enough. Yeah. So should I hit you guys with a Galaxy update? I suppose. Just as long as it's 30 <laughs> seconds. Well, since this is your well, sign-off show, right? Well, we got a few pages. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I prepared today big time because <laughs> I knew I was going to be going big here. So Yeah, because this Galaxy, is it, right? This is Well, no, but still. Never going to see him again. <laughs> guys, be nice. This is Hammer's last show.
I'm going to call him. What's I, a, what's, what's I never the, uh, said that. I never said this is my. You I guys can't, can't kick it. me off of <laughs> the this end show. Of an era. What's the voicemail so <laughs> I can leave a voicemail era. for him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the LA Galaxy played the Houston. You Benedict Arnold. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're called the Houston Dynamo, but nice oh. guess. Oh. Uh, so they came into this game with three wins, four losses, and one tie. They're coming off back-to-back losses versus Atlanta and New York, which were not expected wins because those are two of the better teams. But they were winnable games. That Wins were possible, but by no means were they uh, expected wins. So going into Houston with a team who at that time, Houston had only won two games, looked to be an opportunity for the Galaxy to bounce out of their little funk and to get back in the win column. But let me tell you how it went. Two minutes into the game, the Galaxy go down on a controversial offside call, video replay. The referee called it offside, but then they looked at the video replay and decided it wasn't offside. Pandemonium ensues. Houston is up 1-0. The Galaxy claw back. They fight and they fight. And right before the end of the half, Giovanni Dos Santos smacks home a rebound from a Zlatan Ibrahimovic shot. And then Giovanni uh, smacks at home. So he's kind of showing signs of life. They tie the game 1-1. You think, okay, the Galaxy's going to right the ship. And then the second half starts. And like I said, in the first half, Houston scored in two minutes. Two minutes into the second half, Houston scores again. Ooh. A sloppy kind of ricochet goal. And then the Galaxy, of course, spend the whole second half fighting and fighting. And then they finally get their goal back. Zlatan again an integral part, setting up a beautiful pass to Giovanni Dos Santos, who crosses it to Ola Kamara, who scores a goal and ties the game 2-2. And the 85th minute, we look like we're going to walk out of there with a tie. And then in the 90th minute, Houston scores on just an ugly pinball situation of a goal uh, to send the Galaxy home loser. So the Houston Dynamo win that game. Final score, 3 LA Galaxy 2. Let me ask you a question. So, do, do you think there's a part of, of Zlatan that regrets coming to the Galaxy? Not because you're losing games, yeah. but because of the quality. Like It feels like it's devaluing him as a player and, and, and his aura and his reputation playing for such a crappy league. I think... Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for telling me how you really feel. Uh, I don't, Not I don't, my words. I don't think he regrets it because um, I think this was the next move for his career and what he wanted to do being in Los Angeles and coming to America and trying to put this league on his back like many uh, past superstars have. But I think he there is a, an adjustment period where you do need to adjust that these are not the caliber of player that he's been playing against his entire career, and, and something that he's learned in the in the recent weeks. It's not even the caliber of officiating that he's used to. There's been some really poor officiating mm. in, in these Galaxy games, and so I don't think he regrets it. But he's definitely adjusting to the play here. It's definitely different than what he's used to. Um, but fortunately for him. He, he has not embarrassed himself. He has looked, I mean, like I said, there was a shot on goal and they scored off of his rebound. He set up the second goal. So he's involved in, in a large part of the, these Galaxy goals. So he's not making himself look bad. He's not devaluing himself or his brand. But um, he, I'm sure he's not happy with the quality of play that's around him right now and the way things are going. And a lot of talk that's happening right now is uh, Coach Siggy Schmidt is officially on the hot seat. Uh, people are, are calling for him to be fired. And a lot of people are kind of going back and forth and saying, well, you know, we should give it time. Siggy, you know, still needs time to get these players to gel. But I'm just going to come right out and say it. The game has passed Siggy by. 
and and, yeah. and you guys yeah. uh, might remember Siggy or Ben. What happened to the last team that Siggy Schmidt coached? Uh, as soon as he left, they scored. They won the championship. Thank you. See this. Oh. Big, this is why Ben <laughs> the is Seattle here. Sounders. And right? this is That's why right. you listen to the to the podcast yeah. and to the Galaxy updates. It's too bad we'll never hear it again. <laughs> yeah, that too is, bad this is the last one. <laughs> such a bummer. I sure as hell know I won't be doing updates. <laughs> but th- I think that shows that the coach that took over used the same team and put together a championship run. So the Galaxy team on paper, these players with Zlatan Ibrahimovic and all the people that they brought in, this is a more talented team than they Wait had last year. Wait, can, let me let me draw a parallel. <laughs> Here we go. Let Here me draw go. a parallel. I've got an analogy that I think you'll like too. Mike D'Antoni was the hottest coach in basketball when he left the Phoenix Suns. He goes to New York and he doesn't have the players. So he didn't really do very well there. Mm-hmm. Leaves New York, comes to Los Angeles, same thing. And so everybody thinks that he's the game's past him, that this seven seconds and shoot is, is not anything that's going to succeed. And all of a sudden, he gets resurrected in Houston now with players that play his tempo and that are willing to play his style of game. And all of a sudden now he's a hot commodity again. So how much of that is going to be the not, not necessarily a better roster, but roster that fits what he wants to do? Well, his son is one of the scouts for the players, and Siggy plays the role of GM. And these are his players that he brought in. So if he can't make it work with the players that he brought in. So he's a bad GM just like the, Doc Rivers. Exactly. And so I think that's that's part of the equation as well. And to me, I, I, I equate him to uh, a chef who you know opened a really nice steak restaurant in the 90s. And everyone went to the steak restaurant and said, wow, that was, this is great. This is the hottest thing. And now it's 2018 and... And he's doing maybe, like maybe, Asian fusion well, food. No, no, maybe he's still making a hey, steak. Hey, hey. But everyone else is doing Asian fusion and everyone else is I doing these this. hot new things and there's new trends and new ingredients and people are making these amazing things. No one's going to be impressed. It's not going to win any awards with just a regular steak. You yeah. can't just do what you've been doing. You need to evolve. And I don't think he's evolved. And I think that's that's where he's at. So I, I'm, I'm of the thought that I think Siggy is, is not the guy moving forward. If he can't do it with the guys he assembled, then that's a bad sign. And something, the, the biggest red flag that stood out came from uh, LA Times reporter Kevin Baxter mentioned that he overheard him talking to the front office saying, well, the players just won't move. They just won't move. And to me, as a teacher, one of the biggest red flags that I hear is if I hear another teacher say, well, these kids just don't listen, or these kids just don't know how to write, or these kids don't know. That, that's not on the kids. That's on the teacher. You need to figure out how to motivate these kids, or you need to figure out how to teach them how to behave or how to manage your classroom to get them to do what you want. And as a coach, you can't say, well, the players aren't doing this. The players aren't doing that. Well, that's your job. You're the coach. It's your job to manage them and to put them in a position to succeed. And if they're not listening to you, they're not doing what you want, then you've lost them and, and, and you shouldn't be coaching okay, them. Okay. So let's, let's take a, a deep breath here. So <laughs> let's say- Tell me to put my, keep my panties in a bunch? Let, no, no. I, I want to continue this conversation because it's riveting. He's keeping it going. <laughs> let's he really say that, doesn't want to lose Let's say that guys. they fire Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm going to equate them to being the Lakers. Okay. And when the Lakers fired Tomjanovich, there was nobody that was that was ready to step in outside of bringing back Phil Jackson. Who would you guys have to come back, and would they ask Bruce Arenas to come back? Oh, that's something that's been, been thrown out there. 
See, I should join the, the <laughs> corner wow, of the galaxy. Yeah, Look, listen to me. Are you serious? Who the <laughs> hell is this guy? We can't stand to lose two of you. But uh, <laughs> Bruce Arena was called to save the U.S. national team, and the U.S. national team failed to yeah, get to the World flopped. Cup. So I think bringing him in is another sign of someone who the, the game may be past him. So I agree with the point that unless you have someone else lined up, not to be so hasty. Kurt Denolfo's looking for a job, right? <laughs> there you go. Wow, Ben. Ben is bringing the heat. Name I love it. dropping. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. so the hey, guess- Landon Donovan may be looking for a job. As <laughs> oh, my gosh. gosh. I love it. He keeps name dropping. I'm, wow. You know what? I'm staying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It worked. I have to do. I I do have to compliment you. I would know nothing about soccer if it wasn't for you. <laughs> then I I did my job. Doing That's what job, I came exactly. here to do. Is to uh, spread the gospel. I still hate it. But to go back to what you're saying. Oh, I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, their assistant coach right now is someone named Dominic Kinnear, who's been a head coach in the league. And people were actually surprised that he came in as an assistant. So if you were to fire Siggy, they do have a head uh, MLS caliber head coach who can step in and be caretaker manager. And if he does well, if he's able to figure out the pieces, then you could hire him full time. Or while he works out the kinks, then you you search for someone else. Um, possibly someone who's a little more innovative with their techniques and has some similar styles. I'm sure having Zlatan on your roster is going to attract probably a better name coach yeah. than, than if you didn't have mm-hmm. him on the roster. So uh, so there are options. Firing Siggy does not – they wouldn't be completely out in the cold if they were to make that move soon. Okay, so you're I, on you're on fire Ziggy. I, I'm on Siggy out. Yep. All right. Yep. This early in the season, I'm I'm there. I'm saying it. I'm not afraid to say it. I got a question. How much of the galaxy's failures can we blame on Josh Guessman in the corner of the galaxy? Uh, 78%. Oh, wow. <laughs> Love that. Love that. And, well and I'll tell you why. You hear that, Josh? More people, got listen, recorded. When, more people listen to him when they're doing poorly because people want to call and bitch about <laughs> the right? team. Yeah. So he loves it. Yeah. It's a ratings gold mine. <laughs> Last year, he probably broke iTunes. <laughs> All right. Well, it was great having you on the show, Hammer. I, I guess we'll probably never see I'm you not, ever again. I'm not going Send away. Send like our I best said, to I'm... Melissa and your two lovely children. Thank you. Um, it'd again, be, it'd I be will nice be if we could see them again. I, I would if, love to yeah. have said goodbye. If at well, some if, point. If you would have invited us to the parties, we may have came. Oh, ah, there, we go. there it is. Oh, you come back is. around to that. Dang it. <laughs> you did get the invite to the 40th. I so did. I was although, there. although he wasn't throwing out the invitation. So. That's a yeah, good point. Very good point. A deep His burn. fiance was I the did. one fiance. I, I have no one but myself to blame, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, I'll be back. I'm just, I'm peeling back a little bit. Not gone forever. We know what that means. <laughs> we know what For that now. Means. And then the you're wall. gone. Oh, whatever. We'll drop the papers and uh, make this official, I guess. <laughs> But you're back next week? I'll be back next week. All right. right. So next week for the sign-off show, then for real, he's gone forever. We'll never see him again. And uh, it it was nice while it lasted. And to our listeners, uh, we've been giving you a solid hour of content. It will now be reduced to 30 minutes. Yeah. Like at least. 27, 28 minutes. Those of you with a shorter commute, you're welcome. Yeah. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can find us on Facebook and our website is guysinshorts.com. We got a store up there. Leave a voicemail for us. Tell us how amazing Ben is. Yes. Apparently that's the thing to do. Uh, you can also say goodbye to Hammer there. Send your well wishes to him. 562 3356 as always, please review us on Apple Podcasts. You can share us with all your friends. Subscribe there. 
Hammer, you were GIS Hammer. What is your Twitter handle now? Is that COG <laughs> Hammer now? Or like said, how, how do people find you? Go, still at GIS Hammer. Oh, okay. And then you can catch me Thursdays on Corner of the Galaxy. Oh, 7 right, p.m. Right. Live yeah, shows. Of, okay. Yeah, on that's YouTube. how I throw that in. <laughs> all right. All right. And Jeff, when we say 9 o'clock start here, we actually need to start at 9 o'clock because you know, he's used to being more professional. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We better get an intern. <laughs> we need yeah, an intern. That's yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> For Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Except Hammer, who will be a corner of the galaxy. <laughs>